Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Ah, fabulous. Today is Thursday, September 15th. 15th. Halfway through the Ides of September, uh, which is not a thing. Well, there's Ides of every month, obviously, but anyway how are all of you um good news here is i finished shadow wizard very exciting finished it yesterday um i did alas i did a big push yesterday i didn't have any meetings scheduled so that was good and i ended up doing about 4200 words um to finish out that last scene and it's a little sketched in a little penciled in at this point but i'll go through and flesh it out start the revision pass today the plan is <laughs> best laid plans the plan is to revise today tomorrow monday tuesday uh and then spend i think that's the plan let's consult the plan Oh, I should tell you what it came in at. Um, 86,785. Uh, so really darn close to my projection of 89,000. By the time I finish the revision, it'll be around 89 or 90,000, I think. Oh, so I actually have Wednesday as well. So that's right. Today, tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, I'll do my out loud proofing send for formatting on Friday or Saturday. So I've got a little bit of wiggle room there. Um, I might see how fast today and tomorrow goes. And if I'm going slowly, I might work some over the weekend. I tried not to do that because it wears me out, but I might do it. <laughs> but fingers crossed and knock on wood. I think the revision's going to go pretty fast. I know a few things I need to weave in, but I don't have the feeling like I do sometimes that's like, oh my God, there's so much stuff I have to fix. <laughs> um, yeah. One of the things I'm thinking about is that I do need to check that uh, I want to make sure I have all of my threads for the overall arc um, touched upon and maybe reintroduction of some characters. <clears throat> I was kind of aware that of that at the end that there were some characters that I probably had not really introduced in case of new readers. <clears throat> so, um, and I know there's a few things I want to weave in, <clears throat> but I don't know, maybe I'll get lucky this time and it really won't be that much work. I also don't feel as exhausted as I can when I'm um, done with a book. So, so that's pretty cool. I've been pretty revved, pretty revved lately. So, yeah, I think getting to go to conferences and do things um, has been energizing. Uh, yeah. So let's see. Um, Oh, the other exciting thing is I mentioned on Tuesday that I had the 
uh, BookBub ad and that Dark Wizard would be free. It's free through tomorrow. And that has been very interesting. For those of you interested in numbers, um, <laughs> so, so far there I've had, it's probably already there by this time, but I've had um, nearly 12,000 downloads of the book. Um, on the day of the BookBub ad, uh, I got nearly 10,000 downloads. That was Tuesday. And then yesterday I got another 2,000. Actually, I got 2,221. Why couldn't I have gotten 2,222? Somebody out there let me down. Uh, and it's still going hot today. It was very interesting to see the Amazon ranking because uh, pretty much all day Tuesday for a very long time on Tuesday uh, I was at number 60 in the free store. Dark Wizard was at number 60 in the free store. I should do better right? I really do try to not conflate myself with my books. Uh, and I thought and I commented to Grace because we were chatting and looking at the numbers um, enjoying you know as we do sharing our business stuff and we thought that you'll probably those top 60 are very very difficult to dislodge. Somebody else said well maybe Amazon's not updating which it could be but I imagine the top 60 are difficult to dislodge. But then all of a sudden uh, the book was at like number 10 in the free store and I did take a screenshot of that and shared it. Uh, and the highest I ever saw it was number seven. And now it has dropped again but it hasn't dropped by much. Uh, this morning it was at number 20 in the free store. So so that's really cool. Um, so now the question will be how will those free downloads translate to actual sales? Uh, the book will go back to regular price tomorrow tomorrow night probably. I have seen um, an uptick in sales of bright familiar and gray magic. Pre-orders for shadow wizard have increased. Um, so yeah I, I need to um, more carefully track bright familiar and gray magic and see see how those sales how much they've upticked. Uh, they certainly have upticked. Um, I also feel like you know people need time to read Dark Wizard. But they've certainly risen in rank in the Kindle store not you know not to astronomical numbers uh, but you know Bright Familiar set like something like 20,000 overall and like 350 in the subcategory. So you know nothing to write home about but considering before the the sale they were um, you know like down at 120,000 or something like that. And I can definitely tell by my my daily sales that there's been an overall uptick in a lot of my books. So that's cool. Um, yeah so you know now it's like I think a lot of people get books that are free because I mean why wouldn't you? It doesn't hurt you know especially ebook you know put it on your Kindle and maybe someday you'll read it. So it'll be interesting to see 
how it plays out from here. But overall, I think it was very successful. Um, I think it was worth the, uh, the BookBub ad money. I think I paid $350. So, which is not nothing, but it was also eh, reasonable. I don't often pay for ads, but I paid for that and certainly got a lot of profile from it. So, so that's great. I do have one friend who said, oh, well, that when she had um, her book bub and her book was free that she got 38,000 downloads and hit number one in the free Kindle store. And it's like, oh, well, okay. So I guess mine didn't do that well, but that was also a while ago for her and it was contemporary romance. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about this and uh, it feels good feels like I've got um, the momentum for Shadow Wizard release, which is what I was looking for. And yeah, so I'm excited to get this revision going. I have um, fun things coming up in the future. After this, I'm going to work on that, uh, the secret project, the movie project. I only call it movie project because it's um, and it's working off of a movie concept. It won't be a movie probably. Well, could happen. So, but, uh, the rest of this week, just today and tomorrow, I guess is for this and next week for putting this book to bed. And then I will begin the next project. I'm excited to do that. I am going to write the, uh, Christmas novella once this other book is written. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a midwinter wedding in the heirs of magic world. Uh, thank you to, I think it was Laura Darnell reminded me that that was a possibility. I'd actually had that in the back of my head. So that'll be a little holiday sussy for you all. And I'm home for the next couple of months, which is nice. Well, month and a half now, right? Uh, going to World Fantasy Con first week in November. And then it sounds like I'm going to get to do a super fun writing retreat the week after Thanksgiving. I will, um, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to talk about that one. I'll tell you all more if I can, but it's um, really exciting. I'm looking forward to that. And let's see. I don't know if I have a lot else to say because I've been very head down on finishing this book. Yeah. And I, I don't know that, you know, watching those numbers that's been going on. Do I have anything profound and interesting to say? Seriously, folks, do I ever? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> beautiful morning, beautiful autumn morning, the sunflowers, the garden. My mind is a little bit of a blank. I, I suppose I'm, even though I'm feeling pretty energized, I think I'm a little bit um, emptied out telling this story. I sent it off to Corrine to read and we'll see what she says. 
Uh, but I wrote the ending that I wanted and I'm really happy with it. Uh, hopefully you all will be happy with it too. <laughs> um, oh, it just feels like this is the ending that's got a half. It has felt that way all along. And so I think I, that's what I have to do, right? Um, you know, it can be such a push pull, right? With reader expectations, market expectations, and your own creative urge. And I think you all know that I tend to sneer. I, I do. I sneer a bit at the people who are deliberately inverting tropes to show that they are cleverer than everybody else. Um, you know, especially the people who are like, I'm going to write a romance only it won't end happily. Uh, and then, and they say this, like they're the first person to think of this. And, and I've talked about this at length before, but you know, really it's easy to write a tragic ending. It's much more difficult to write a happy ending to write, especially one that's earned where, um, especially in a romance where the, uh, true love is believably earned. Um, you know, a tragic ending is a, a cheap jerk of the heartstrings, I think. But you know, if, if that's, if that's the ending the story needs, then that's great. But if it's because you think that that's, um, being clever, it's not. However, you know, our society, our art scene, what have you persists in prioritizing dark stories as being more artistic than lighter ones for whatever reason. You know, it's rare for a comedy to be nominated for the Academy Award. This is true to all creative genres. So, but this ending, well, it's the first book in a trilogy and <laughs> I feel like I'm giving too much away and I shouldn't, uh, in, I, I hope that, that the readers will trust me. I hope you all will trust me. Um, it's, it's a little bit of a frustrating ending perhaps, and I might change it still. We'll see what Corrine says. She speaks for you all. So you all should um, like say nice things to her. But this book from the beginning, this particular book has demanded new things of me, not in a challenging way, but just things I haven't done before. And I feel like I need to heed that call and and it's an interesting place to be because normally I'm very strongly on the side of, um, you want to satisfy reader expectations. You want to satisfy market expectations. Uh, this particular book is going to go against some of those things. And it's not, I can promise in case this podcast, uh, like goes down as evidence of anything. I promise that it's not because I'm like trying to switch things up or, invert expectations. Um, I'm not trying to be clever. It's just, this was the, the ending the story demanded from the beginning. Um, and, and yeah, 
it doesn't advance the overall arc. Not a lot, um, but it sets things up. And sometimes that's the way of things. Um, <laughs> I, I still remember that I saw a review of um, Storm Princess, not Storm Princess, no, Dragon's Daughter and the Winter Mage in the Heirs of Magic ser- series, uh, where somebody said, you could skip this one because it doesn't advance the overall arc at all. And they didn't like the romance. And it's like, you know, <laughs> do sometimes uh, advancing the arc, sometimes, what does it mean? I described Bright Familiar to a friend the other day as, um, well, you all know I've called it my two towers. <laughs> um, but it's, it's basically an extended training montage and building the team. So in many ways, these books, Bonds of Magic and Renegades of Magic are going to be the same. They are in some ways a single book told in three acts, three equal acts. Um, so, and, and I'm okay with that. I hope you all are okay with that. I was talking with a writer friend of mine the other day who said something about how she could be a multi-millionaire by now if she had, if she was doing a better job of being disciplined about writing. And I think we all feel this way at some point or another that if we, uh, were better about targeting market expectations, about doing things a particular way, we could make more money. And I said to her, but, I don't think you want to be a multimillionaire. And she's like, well, everybody does. And I said, but do you? And she was like, I said, or are other things more important to you? I think more other things were more important to her. And I think that's a choice we all make, right? We decide what's important to us and what we want to be. And um, as I often say, there are easier ways to make a living uh, than uh, writing. If you want to make a bunch of money, be a financier. Oops. <laughs> and you, then you can buy new chairs. I really need to fix these chairs. But if you want to tell stories, then sometimes you have to pay a tithe to the story gods and the bringers of the stories. I don't often talk in terms of amuse, but um, I really like Mary Robinette Kowal's term story brain. And I'm, yeah, sometimes you, you gotta do what the story brain tells you to do. Um, otherwise you risk the wrath, right? Risk losing it. So I'm going to go started on this revision. Hope you all have a wonderful Thursday. Thank you all for the congratulations on finishing. And, uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. You all take care. Bye-bye.